Camarda Wealth offers complimentary, that's free folks, portfolio reviews to listeners. Get us your statements and we will thoroughly examine your portfolio, give you opinions on the risk and quality of each position you own, as well as how wisely we believe the whole thing holds together and how efficiently it addresses your needs and goals. At the same time, we'll also opine on how protected your assets are from financial predators, your estate plan, tax savings opportunities, and other ways we can think that you can cut risk, avoid probate, save money, and just plain get richer faster. Did I mention this service was free? Just call us at 888-CAMARDA, that's C-A-M-A-R-D-A, 888-CAMARDA, to set up your free portfolio review now. Folks, you're back with the Commodore Wealth Education Leaders and uh, moving uh, into the bottom of the show uh, using a baseball vernacular. Uh, Rob, let's talk. You want to get back into the deadly IRA sins? You got any more sin in you, old Musserino? Or should we move on to things to do before retirement? Eat more chicken. Huh? Eat well, more chicken, Rob. You know, Eat one, more squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> Become a vegan. You know, one of the things that uh, speak, speak. that I think uh, we ought to talk about, you know, we, we don't see a lot of our clients with it, but the... Here, uh, keep your nose on the feedback, son. Oh, sorry about that. Don't one sneeze one of the things that's become real popular is non-traditional IRA investments. First thing is, you know, the SEC came out with a warning that you need to beware of scam promoters. So we understand, keep your... Stay near the microphone. Somebody tether him to the microphone, okay? I'm going to tie you up like oh a Mohegan, like a Mohegan squaw. I'm sorry that you all have to hear this. You want to want to go back and re-record a segment? No, I think it's fine. No, sorry, let's I just think go. it's fine. My sorry. Least, so when he broke. says a non-traditional investment, I think what Rob is talking about is like buying rental real estate or businesses in IRAs. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that is correct. They're usually harder to value. There's a lot of different issues finding custodians that will accept these type of investments. Uh, they have very significant fees. I had one of our clients ask recently about mm-hmm. a recommendation, mm-hmm. and I was shocked when I saw how high the fees mm-hmm. were that mm-hmm. these custodians mm-hmm. Like charge. that collar we're about to put around your neck. Can <laughs> 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 you get one that big? <laughs> but there are shopping get a couple of St. Maud collars strapped them together. He'll be fine. Get the, get the three-point shot. They sold out of size humongous. So just to, uh, and also, so, so what we're talking about, again, is buying, using an IRA, which you can. You have to have special custodians. It's a bit of a bother. It's quite expensive. But you can put a pizzeria or a duplex rental house in an IRA these days, right? You can, but there are issues that you do have to worry about. You know, so, for example, if you have something that's debt financed, that can create some tax issues and trigger unrelated business income tax. Well, can you actually have the debt in the IRA? And I thought you couldn't do that. That constitutes a distribution. Well, no, it's going to create some taxes, but there are some special scenarios so just that so I don't you, want to get into. Sim- Typ- simple, typically, it's yeah. not a good idea. Let's keep it simple. If you put a $100,000 house in the oh, IRA and, and there's a $50,000 mortgage on that house, mm-hmm. what happens? Is your net $50,000 invested in the IRA? Do you have a taxable distribution of $50,000 in debt? You're going to tr- you're going to end up having taxable income, but there are ways to get around it. But Sold. that's much more complicated that we don't want to get into. Oh, yeah. when, Rob, <laughs> when Rob says that, watch out! Wow. But just but, but just to say this, you it's know, like a with, vegan eating meat. with non-traditional IRA investments, you just got to make sure you stay clear of prohibited investments, which basically means you can't invest in collectibles, life insurance, and Stamps. this one is a good one: S corp stock. Because uh, they were the prohibited. Uh, yeah, they're, they're prohibited, but, but I think a lot of people would be surprised that you couldn't invest in S corp stock. Well, you wouldn't. You wouldn't need to, and that really brings up another interesting point. And then we'll move on. Is that you really lose a lot of the tax advantage if you have a real estate investment 
or a business, there's a lot of deductions that you can take. And also, you're looking typically at capital gains tax rates, which are about half the highest bracket, right? Right. If you put them in an IRA, you're losing all the deductions. You can't depreciate it in there. That's right. You can't write up the interest. You know, you you, you lose the deductions. And all the gain will now be ordinary income rates, not at capital gains rates. Yeah. And and the other thing is, you now you got to pay for your expenses out of the IRA account. It's a much more difficult accounting problem. It's messy. It really is not a good thing to do for most people. Not a good thing to do. Messy, messy, messy. (laughs) However, you're going to find some promoters out there. That, that make money on these, probably not fiduciaries, as we talked about in an earlier segment, uh, that might encourage you to do this, even though it might be, again, not in your best financial interest. Would that be true, Rob? Yes. And, again, with these type of things, you've got to be worried about custodian policies, valuations, which you would have with real estate, liquidity issues, certainly an issue with real estate. What's the word? use the bucket for that. RMDs. <laughs> RMDs. How are you going to take an RMD out of, out of the real estate if you, unless you've got cash flow to distribute? Is that a proctologist procedure, an RMD? Uh, oh, you mean a requirement of distribution? Right, that game of Twister again. Uh-huh. And then, as we said, you know, but potential tax All right, well, just get out of the weeds here. Well, well, being a financial anesthesiologist. You tell you what, yeah, you're putting yourself putting yourself to sleep next time. It's up to you to pull a thermometer out of the turkey when it's done, Joe. Or somewhere. Let's not talk about where but it's not an oral Ew. thermometer. Oh. All right, so the uh, any uh, any uh, other sins that you'd like to uh, to warn us about, Rob? Borrowing or lending money to an IRA, pledging it as security—that's a problem. That's a big one, right? Because that that becomes so. A lot of people. That's a common question. Can I use my IRA as collateral for a loan? And if you do that, it becomes immediately taxable distribution. So if you pledge a hundred thousand dollar IRA for a loan, you're going to have to pay tax on a hundred thousand dollars of income that year. Most banks know this, but other like private lenders and so forth might not, or they might not care about you killing yourself tax-wise. That's an important caveat. Mm -hmm. Buying property for personal use, not a good idea. Investing in your own business as a disguised transaction, that's a problem. And then this one we've talked about a long time ago, receiving compensation for managing your IRA. Uh, you know, especially or if a family member, yeah. uh, you know, puts you into an IRA and uh, they're getting compensated, all of a sudden you have all you don't have dangerous an IRA anymore. things, folks. Dangerous, and again, because this I'm sure has gone beyond the pale of most of our listeners' <laughs> interest or can. If you do want to get in more into this, you <laughs> go ahead and give us a call. Okay, you give us a call. You ask for the moose. You get the moose at eight hundred two six two one zero eight three. Call the moose. Please, 800-262-1083. It's like that old Henny Youngman line for Goodfellas. Remember, i got to take my wife everywhere. She keeps finding her way home. (laughs) 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 All right, so let's talk about the four things to do before retirement. And um, the first one is... Yeah, make a lot of money. That's a good one. Good answer, Rob. And then don't live too long in retirement is understand revocable versus irrevocable choices. Rob, uh, or anybody really, let's uh, let's see if you know the difference between revocable and irrevocable. Sonia, what does irrevocable mean? You can't take it back. You can't take it back? Right. Is that is that like a gift to a woman? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Man. She yeah. can get rid of it anytime she wants, well, but you right. can't take it back. Which I, don't, I don't get the pawn shop's number. What, <laughs> no. What's yours is ours. What's mine is mine. There That's you go. Right. So yeah. what, uh, what are some irrevocable or, or, or irrevocable things you might want to avoid, Rob? I'm sure that your brain is laser focused on this uh, like a moose on a, a feed pellet in the distance. <laughs> well, you know. What's <laughs> Not good. knowing Dick Cheney's right behind you. Well, one of the key reasons you use irrevocable. Revocability is when you want to do things with asset protection purposes. 
uh, when you... Uh, well, let's get simple. How about, you know, buy an annuity, an immediate annuity? Is that a revocable choice? Or an irrevocable choice? And, no, it's and, a, it's generally it's a revocable choice. You have the right You to, want you annuitize? Well, even, Au contraire. Well, Au contraire. Well, I believe we've stumped the most. No, if you, 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 could, you could have question. an annuity. Uh, you could annuitize, but it may have pre- liquidity provisions. But well, that's so unusual. If you, well, you know, it's become much more prevalent, actually. Yeah. But so, so typically, typically you know, if, if you uh, he, here's a uh, that, that don't listen. Did you say prevalent or asset? He's really he's really wandered off on the logging trail. You know, <laughs> <laughs> where's Thumper? <laughs> So if you uh, if you take a, a, a pension, here's a good example, you know, a uh, family member where you take a pure life pension, you retire from the state of Florida or whatever, and it just pays out for your life only. And then you realize, gee whiz, if I die, my wife is not going to get anything, and you'd like to go back and change that so you have a joint and survivor option. Yeah, look. Awfully, you can't do that. That would be an irrevocable, irrevocable choice. Decision. Even you would agree? Right. You can make an irrevocable beneficiary uh, election on an annuity or a life insurance contract, which may or may not be a good idea. Right. You know, revocability gives you flexibility. Uh, generally, you want to preserve flexibility, except in certain instances where – in order to get a desired effect, you have to make an irrevocable decision. It's like yogurt right. for your assets. Yogurt, yogurt, <laughs> yogurt for your assets. Yogurts? It's yoga assets. What is this, uh, space need to, need to trademark that one. <laughs> yoga, yoga for your assets. <laughs> what yogurt? What? Just played yogurts. No, Actually, yeah. Rob's a yo-play man. I have it spend some of it now in State Liquid. We had a uh, client in yesterday, and we talked about and they were concerned about getting enough money. Their target return was about 4 or 5%. She was 70, he was 78, as I recall, uh, and they wanted to have enough money to be able to live for the rest of their life off of the, and we'll call it interest, even though it's the investment return. And we really had a bit of a tug of war talking about the wisdom of, uh, um, of structured liquidations of the principal. Rob, would you like to speak to that? Well, I mean, the, the, the downside with, with that type of strategy is that if you have your money invested in uh, the marketplace, uh, which could be fixed income or as well as equities, and the market goes down, uh, when you're taking, uh, you know, it's not necessarily going to generate the same amount of interest, and you're going to be spending your principal quicker. Yeah, but it also, does, I don't think there's anything wrong. They don't care about leaving a lot of money to their kids. They mm-hmm. don't really need it. They're, they're all, their retirement, their nest egg is for retirement. Right. And I said, well, there's really nothing wrong with planning to spend some principal. You don't have to. It doesn't have to be all the money left at the end. You just get by the interest. Go ahead and liquidate it. Think about it like a mortgage, a 30-year mortgage, which was the time frame for these folks. Um, they expect to live a long time. 30-year mortgage. And every year that goes by, the principal goes down a little bit. So at right. the end, the principal is completely paid off. And look at your retirement the same way. Every month for 30 years, you spend a little bit of principal with the mm-hmm. expectation that it will be gone. So you get the return. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, that's what most retirement you know, funds are designed to do. They're not endowments where you just, you know, you just no. live off the, uh, the investment returns. There's nothing wrong with consuming some. The big risk is outliving the money, spending too much too soon. Sure. Uh, or Rice Krispie, uh, Sonia, were you listening this time, Sonia? No, not really. Okay. Again, I was just thinking about the fact that um, yesterday when they first got here, they definitely would not have liked you or Camarda Wealth on Facebook. But when they left, they were ready to like you. Good. That was certainly uh, a nice thing to share. And, uh, <laughs> so, so I guess what you know what now they uh, have partial likes. I guess. So at least like 
what Sonia is, and these folks have been clients for a long time, but I think what, what Sonia means is that, you know, looking at, you know, the, the, the importance of professional advice is really being concerned about one little thing and losing the big picture, you know, can be very, very um, unsettling. And that's why it's so important to have somebody that really understands all of the different faucets to help people see the big picture really assess their situation and know where they're at rather than just fearfully or being anxious about something and to make, you know, the best long-term decisions. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you got to tell them what they don't want to hear, even if it's in their best... best. And I know you take particular delight in that, don't you, Rob? Best, best anesthetist. <laughs> no, no. Did you say best anesthetist? Oh, you said interest. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, you don't want to sugarcoat things. You owe it to them. But uh, ultimately, as Sonia said, you know, they end up appreciating that. Yeah, it's like an old Simonex commercial, right? Call Chevlin tonight and sleep. <laughs> if you have liver failure moose, or eyesight, you know, it starts to lose it. Moose <laughs> snoring, sleep, sleep with a moose. Oh, don't you dare. Right. All right. Yeah, how about right, uh, uh, know your benefits and know how choices affect heirs? So one of the wisest things that pre-retirees can do is double-check to find print in their employer's 401k, pension, or other benefit plans, as well as to find print connected to any annuity choices that they're considering, so says the Wall Street Journal. Rob, what say you to that? I think that's wise advice. Wise advice. That's all you have to say is wise advice? Well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of problems when people don't, you know, they'll, they'll fill out a beneficiary form and they won't make uh, contingent beneficiary elections. Um, you know, you have, uh, sometimes you should name a contingent owner because if something happens to the owner and they die before the, the beneficiary does, you know, there could be a problem where all of a sudden that asset ends up in probate. And if it ends up in probate, you, you know, you don't have anonymity, you've got fees, expenses, time delays, potential exposure to creditors. And no anonymity, right? Yeah, no anonymity. Did you say that? Yeah. Said it six times fast. Uh, I can't barely say it the first time. Folks, we will continue with this theme next week. It's an important one and one we find very interesting to our listening audience. I just want to remind you, and I didn't probably mention it again, I apologize. I'll give you the phone number more frequently because... I know that uh, not everybody listens to the entire segment, but we do want to make our financial education tools completely available to you. If you have a question, we're very happy to answer that, you know, without charging you, just just to to help to educate you. Call us, or if you'd like one of our free uh, reports or other educational resources, call Camarda at 800-262-1083. That's 800-262-1083. One zero eight three, or like our company webpage. You can always unlike it if uh, <laughs> if you <laughs> follow Sonia's well. advice, uh, and that <laughs> is uh, just search uh, in the, the search bar for Camarda Wealth. There's a little magnifying glass typically at the top of the uh, the Facebook page. Put Camarda Wealth and like it, and you'll be, be getting updates from us and upcoming shows and educational resources, a lot of offers, and you can really track what's going on and interact, call in for the show. A lot of uh, a lot of utility to that. So. Call us at 800-262-1083 and like us at Camarda Wealth's uh, Facebook page. So now, unfortunately, we have wound down, ground down, depending on your perspective, uh, to the end of another show. But wait! But wait, there's still the most exciting, scintillating portion of this show left. It's Cousin Vito. Come on! And maybe Cousin Phone is telling you today. 
could be Cousin Arnold. You never know who you're going to see here at the end, metaphorically speaking, of the show. But Johnny Hotstocks and his fabulous cavalcade of characters will be giving you his market assessment and update right around the corner. Don't miss this, folks. Stay with your Camarda Wealth Education Leaders. Camarda Wealth Leaders' levity is intentional as we aim to be the car talk of financial radio, entertaining, hugely funny, and offering penetrating financial insight and rare expertise across a broad spectrum of wealth-related topics. We're dead serious about money, but want you to have fun, too, and laugh all the way to the bank. Unlike many financial radio shows, this is not one long commercial or constant annuity pitch. I hate those constant annuity pitches. This is Wealth Education Radio, and we aim to share best financial practices that can truly supercharge your wealth. Do we expect some of you will want to become clients? Sure, but because the chemistry is right, and because you come to believe that the wealth leaders, that's us, can get it done better than your other choices. That's your decision. But when it comes to investing, we're fiduciaries. We put our clients' interests first, and that's a promise you can take to the bank. For more information and free reports, call us now at 888-CAMARDA. That's 888-C-A-M-A-R-D-A. Do it now while it's on your mind, folks. Folks, you are back with the Kavana Wealth Leaders and the most important leader, the leader of the leaders as it were, Cousin Johnny Hotstocks. Come on, who you got there, Johnny? Yeah, it's me. It's cryogenic tone. It's been around. It's been a while with you guys. It's always a pleasure, really, uh, to come back here. So I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, Godfather's not feeling well. There's a little bit of a flu bug going around here in, uh, in our area. So as we move on, we look at the markets here. Of course, there was a lot of consternation uh, you know, going over the last several weeks. But certainly the market has looked a lot better as we found some resiliency. And certainly uh, the environment looks like the Fed is not going to, uh, well, we never know. But it looks pretty positive that we may not raise rates this year, which is slowing down the dollar. It's giving equities uh, an extra surge here. And that's what we've seen. And we've seen the same thing in energy. And speaking of energy, I'm going to hand it off to my buddy, everyone's favorite, the loquacious and elegant Leon Spinks is in the house. Loquacious? (laughs) I thought it was Lucius. I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, I'm the... I'm looking at energy right now, and uh, oil, oil's looking good, because it's, it, uh, oil's, uh, uh, we appreciate that, Leon, obviously that was in jest. Well, you know, energy, <laughs> oil, it's all looking good, and with the slowness of the dollar, as I was saying, thank you, Leon. And not the, slow, not the slowest of Leon. Get me a cup of coffee, light and sweet, please, thank you. But anyway, as we... Too much. <laughs> Absolutely, Rob. But as you you know a lot about energy, so energy's looking pretty good. You got your Black coppers. Your aid. Hey, your wife didn't call. I promise. All right? So she didn't give us any inside information we could trade on. But anyway, the bottom line is, is like I said, there's there's certainly some resiliency in sectors that you want to see uh, during a rebound. Now we have not even come close to repairing the full damage that we saw, but certainly is it a positive light? And kind of like the baton in a relay race, as we move into mid-October, old Santa Claus beard starts to glisten, and people start to get happy, and generally do have an uptrend towards the end of most years. There are exceptions, which we won't get into at this point. I'm going to hand it off now to our buddy as a new show on CNBC, old Jay Leno's in the house, and uh, he's going to talk a little bit about financials and uh, how they haven't been doing as well. I appreciate that. It's good to be here with you guys. Uh, you know, yeah, watch my new show. Uh, you know, anyway, uh, yeah, financials. Talking about not getting the uh, proverbial car out of the garage. Uh, financials with the uh, deflation of uh, not uh, rates not maybe going up this year are certainly not doing so well. I mean, you got the banks, which were doing well in the summer in anticipation. 
eh, not doing so well right now as uh, they realize perhaps that rate spread that they were looking forward to uh, is not going to happen. Well, we appreciate that, Jay. And well, I'm back in the house. I had to take over. A little laryngitis here for the big guy. Good luck with your show, buddy. And uh, your chin looks a little larger than usual. But uh, as we move right along, global equities certainly have my eye right now as I start to look you know, across the ocean here. And uh, literally, I can see Russia. Just kidding, Sarah. But the bottom line is I'm looking at China. China, of course, has been a, you know, a falling knife. Better have your shark mesh gloves on if you're going to catch that, Rob. But uh, it's maybe showing some resiliency, um, you know, you look across into Europe and the such. And of course, now the dollar's slowing down. So that could slow things in Europe because the export situation might not be as attractive for them if the dollar does slow down, if we don't raise rates. But at the same time, you know, looking at the markets now, I think that we can lead the globe uh, kind of in a resurgence because I think that that little bit of running room of non-interest rate hikes here, of course, it's all conjecture at this point, right, Janet? Who knows what Janet's going to do? But if there is that little breathing room, you could see resiliency towards the end of the year. Now, watch out. Because earnings season's probably not going to be pretty for the large cap stocks, as Jeff intimated to the dollar, going back to the beginning of the year that we were hedging in some of our foreign funds. Obviously, the strong dollar has been hitting some of these large caps. You saw uh, you know, over a week ago when Alcoa led it off uh, pretty poorly. You've seen Caterpillar, not to get into individual names, but you know these names. They drive markets, and it's all currency-related on what they're selling overseas. So this does have a little bit of a dour effect on economic growth, perhaps globally. But I think the biggest picture to remember here, as Jeff mentioned, some of uh, our other strategies that kind of go between the lines is that, again, the strong dollar is certainly a headwind on some of your large household names. So you have to think outside the box if that continues. Now, as we finish up, I'm going to hand it off to uh, Slick Willie, our buddy Willie Clinton here. Uh, if anyone has any questions, otherwise he has plenty of to talk about. Anyone want to throw anything at Slick? I got a question about that, that woman you hired, talked about back in the 90s. Could you tell about her, please? Well, well let me tell you something. First of all, Jeff, I, <laughs> I certainly appreciate that question. I really do. Uh, now, back then, I was actually eating Big Macs, too, and all that, but now I'm a vegan, so uh, we don't really need to go there. I've changed. <laughs> Everything's changed. Me and Hillary, we are actually sleeping in the same bed. Hey, right? you sworn off of cheeseburgers and interns there, right? Absolutely. Well, at least cheeseburgers. <laughs> well, actually, it's not even interns. That little island we got, you know, I don't even know if they're even going to school, uh, but uh, certainly I've learned a lot over the last couple of years I've been there. Anyone else? That, that's a play. That's, a, that's like a page at Arnold Schwarzenegger playbook. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they call it Slick William and Mary. Do we have questions here? We have pay. I don't have any pages of questions. Apparently, you took all the air out of my so, balloon. So, I was Jonathan, gonna... tell me what if you had to give one biggest stock tip that you're not, you know, currently investing in one of our portfolios uh, to avoid any conflicts. What would that be? An actual individual stock? Yes. One quick stock. Uh, I would look at some biotechs like Celgene. Celgene. Tell me about Celgene. We have 60 seconds. We'll you know what? That's enough information. Everyone knows Celgene. <laughs> You're probably you on. Call us back next week. Uh, oh, come on, the World Education Radio right here on WWBA and WOKB. Uh, spanning the Floridian Peninsula. Come on, the World Education Radio. Thank you, John A. You probably have it on your medicine cabinet now. You've invested yet another hour in Camarda's Wealth Education Radio, your one source for sublime insight on all things financial. As Ben Franklin said, pour the coins from your purse into your mind and your mind will fill your purse with gold. Remember the Camarda Wealth Leaders' warm offer of a complimentary review of your investments portfolio. That's a free analysis from the financial team with almost more letters than in the entire alphabet, an offer that makes old Ben smile even now. To get yours before we change our minds, call 888-CAMARDA. That's 888-C-A-M-A-R-D-A. Call now before we run out. That's it for this week, folks. Go forth and profit.
The opinions expressed in the preceding program are strictly those of the host, guests, and callers, and may not reflect the opinions of the advertisers or broadcaster. Performance results are presented net of fees and reflect the reinvestment of dividends and capital gains. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Therefore, no current or prospective client should assume that future performance of any specific investment or strategy will be profitable or equal to past performance levels. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Changes in investment strategies, contributions, withdrawals, and or economic conditions may materially alter the performance of your portfolio. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk. There can be no assurance any specific investment strategy will be suitable or profitable for any client's investment portfolio. Historical results for investment indexes or categories generally do not reflect the deduction of transaction fees or custodial charges or an investment manager's fees, the presence of which could reduce the client's actual performance results. There are no assurances that a portfolio will match or outperform a particular benchmark. Asset allocation and diversification do not assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. That testing involves a hypothetical reconstruction based on past market data of which the performance of a particular account would have been if the advisor had been managing an account using a particular investment strategy. Performance results presented do not represent actual trading using client assets, but were achieved through the retroactive application of a model that was designed with the benefit of hindsight. Back-tested performance results have inherent limitations, particularly that these results do not represent actual trading and do not reflect the impact of material market or economic conditions or factors that may influence the advisor's decision-making if the advisor were actually managing the client's money. Back-tested results should not be viewed as indicative of the advisor's skill, as they do not reflect the results achieved by any particular client of the advisor. Barron's rankings are survey-based and not made as a result of primary research by Barron's, but from information provided by ranked advisors. It should not be assumed that all advisor-based data is checked by Barron's.